They think I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> I think blockchain has an extremely bad reputation, yeah. which is partly well-deserved. You need a lot more customers, and the customers, they want things which are easy to use. If not, the developers are not coming. Space Monkeys, blasting off with Pierre Aubert. He is the VP of Engineering of Parity, a new member of the team. We're very lucky to have him on the show with us. Pierre? Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me. It's very nice to, to have you here. Uh, we're here in the Web3 office, but you work with Parity. Yeah, I joined two months ago. Where did you come from? Uh, I come from Google, ah. where I was like managing an SRE team. SRE has a set of engineers at Google which are running things. Mm -hmm. And in my case, I was running the compute part of Google, like all the computers together. Were you managing this global network or what were you doing? So I was managing the computers themselves. Okay. Uh, so the goal of Borg, like this system, is to put all the machine together. And from an engineer point of view, it's just one, just like one big computer that can never break. Hmm. And the name Borg is coming, obviously, from Star Trek, where, you know, the computer can still continue to work when 60% of it is working. And hmm. that's what Borg is doing. Is this like a code name or was this the official name? It's the official name. <laughs> Very nice. So were you looking for a new job or did Parity find you? A, a mix of both. Yeah. So I was looking for a new job, but not maybe like, it was not urgent. Hmm. Let's put it that way. So I was looking for something that would be close to what I know in terms of infrastructure. So a blockchain, like it's infrastructure as a service. And that's very close to what I was doing before. Yeah. But I was looking for a smaller company where I could have more impact on like the product and where it's going. Mm. Because Google is a super large company. So even if you are doing a lot of things, you are just like one person in a super large project doing one thing. Yeah. You don't have a direct influence on things. Mm. And the third thing I wanted is something with a mission. Hmm. And I like the Polkadot vision. I realize it's not something that will work today or tomorrow, but it may one day. And th this part was super interesting to me. What's the part of the vision that most interests you? I think the decentralized part, like the unstoppable part, is super nice. Hmm. Um, how it will work in practice, I don't know yet. Uh, but I like this idea of having something which is not controlled or like which is difficult to control or where the rules are open, like the open gov like mechanism is like pretty cool. Yeah. And the system has advanced like quite a lot, mm -hmm. uh, but it's still far from the vision because it's still like complicated to use. And the number of use cases you can imagine around the blockchain are limited. Yeah. What's the folly of centralization that maybe you saw in your previous work? So I think it depends a lot of the country you are in. If you are in a democratic country, it's yeah. not that much of a problem. Right. Even a big company like Google, like they, they will do the right thing because it's in their own interest. Hmm. They are super unlikely to cheat on you or like to look at your data or whatever, because like the value for them of doing so is very little. Yeah. So they are super unlikely to do it. Hmm. Uh, but if you are, I don't know, like in China or like in various countries where things are like less clear or less democratic, then there is a lot of value. Had you uh, known about blockchain before you started at Parity or are you learning quick? Uh, more like uh, learning quick. I knew nothing. I did so. Wow. I, I met Parity a bit randomly. Hmm. And someone told me, read the paper from Gav. So I did. The white paper. Yes, white paper. Yeah. 
And I like it because it was not that far away from what I was doing before. I used to work in distributed databases, for example, and that's kind of the same problem. Yeah. So on one side, it's super far away from what I was doing before, like before things was much more organized. <laughs> uh, now it's a bit like chaos world, uh, but at the same time, there is a vision, mm -hmm. there is a product. Uh, and my goal, I think, like at least medium term, like is to do whatever we have to do such that like Polkadot gets closer to the vision. Well, speaking of this chaotic time, I mean, you came right, you came two months ago, two weeks ago from recording this interview, we had this big decentralization of Parity. Mm -hmm. A lot of employees are going to stop working with Parity. I think some of the engineering team as well, but not as much? Not as much, no. Okay. So how are you dealing with this shakeup? So that came as a big surprise for me. Oof. Um, at the same time, it's part of the job of the manager to organize things. Yeah. Uh, so I try not to think too much about the past. In this case, it's relatively easy because I was not there. So I don't feel at all responsible for what happened before. Uh. <laughs> um, and now I am trying to find an organization that would fit most people mm -hmm. such that we can be more like, efficient in the future. So on the philosophical part, I understand why we want to decentralize. I don't know yet if it's the best solution in practice, but like, let's try it. Mm -hmm. And now that it's decided, I am trying to try to make it work. Right. So on the engineering side, it's kind of like a good move for me personally, because it will, the organization, like parity itself will be simpler and more focused on engineering. Yeah. So that's less people to talk to and to negotiate with. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think my job will be easier in practice. Mm. So we focus the company on a few engineering goals. That would make it easier because there are fewer goals and they are like much clearer, I think, than the previous like parity vision. Hmm. The second thing which I think is nice is like a lot of these teams are going into the ecosystem and from the ecosystem, they both like decrease the power of parity over Polkadot and that goes into a reasonable di direction for the decentralization part. Yeah. Uh, and of course, like that life will be harder in the ecosystem for some people. So it's not an easy move. No. On the engineering side, I think we have made progress recently because we have good idea about what we want to do. Hmm. So part of the team will be working on the new services that Gav wants to build. So the, whatever you want to call it. I, I'm sure that's not the right name, but Parity V2 or uh, Polkadot V2 or... So you're, are you speaking, you're speaking core time, core jam? Core jam and core play. Core play, uh, yeah. So there are new cool technologies that will come in one year or two. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not, a, not yet completely clear how that will look like or how it will work, but I see the potential. Yeah. Like it's a, it's an actor model, if you know what it is, which is like very close to traditional actor models. So for people, it will be much easier to reason about the system because that's something they know. Mm -hmm. That looks like very much Erlang uh, as, a, as a programming system. Right. And the other part we want to do is because we are like this, I think, very cool technology, but it's hard to use. Hmm. So most of the roadmap, at least for the next six months, is to implement a few features which are missing in the current Polkadot offer. Okay. So Agile Cortam, for example. Yeah. And to make the system easier to use. So we are starting a set of iteration with the current customers to understand like what do they want, what would make the system easy to use, cheaper, faster, 
what really matters so we understand where we should focus our energy uh, in the next six months. When you say customers, who are you referring to? Developers, like mm. whoever is using Polkadot. Okay, so you're talking about developers and builders. Yes. So we want to make the developer experience easier. Yes. Right well, now it's, well, it's customer, like they're not paying for the system. But that, like, yes, I understand. Well, in a yeah, way. Anyway, and they're users. Mm -hmm. uh, so the idea is to keep the cool technology we have, but make it easier to use. Right. The developer experience so far has been difficult. So I think it depends for what. Okay. So on the web, on the web part, between the light client and Polkadot.js, like there is a new offer coming, something called Polkadot API mm. that is supposed to replace like the previous API, which is deprecated and propose something new. Mm. If we do that well, uh, that should be easier for web developers. Okay. People building dashboards, for example, that should be much easier to do. Great. Uh, still to be proven, but we are going in the right direction. Hmm. On the smart contract side with Inc, like we are putting a fair amount of resources on Inc like to try to make things easier for developers. And the third area is to remove like the power chain or not the power chain, but like the complicated auction system. Yeah. And replace that either with bug core time or agile core time. Yeah. And both of them should make the life of developer easier. Mm. Uh, from previous survey, we know that there is a few things that people want to change. Like they would like, for example, the weight system to be easier. Mm. And that's a complicated question. So I'm not sure they will get everything they want from version one. Okay. So basically engineering has three goals, like make it easier for developers implement the feature which are missing from Polkadot 1. Mm -hmm. I forgot to mention one big one, which is the bridges. Yeah. The bridges are coming real soon now, just after Christmas. Is it a focus? The bridges are a focus? We've, been, wait are we've been waiting a long time for the yes. bridges, yeah. And I think they are really important. I don't understand yet how they work exactly, mm -hmm. but people are telling me that the bridges are secure, and that's the first. Mm -hmm. So Polkadot will have the first, like, really secure bridge yeah. between Ethereum and uh, Polkadot and Kusama and Polkadot. And that make a lot of sense. Huge, yeah. And after that, after these first six months, I don't know yet. Okay. It's not built yet. We, nobody knows. That's okay. It sounds like mm. a full six months, actually. Yes, there is a lot of things to do. I'm not sure we can deliver all of that, as always, but at least that's the roadmap for now. Beautiful. What did you uh, hear about the auction system? What did people tell you about what worked and what didn't work? So it works. Mm -hmm. But what people complain about, it's, it's expensive. Yeah. It's very easy to shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you can break your own chain and these kind of things. Yeah. Um, but that's a usability issue. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the things we can do is to make that cheaper and much, much easier. Mm. If you still want to go full power chain, that will stay complicated, I think. Okay. And as far as um, vision goes... Uh, you've spoken a lot about you know, vision we've heard from from Gav and other core developers. Mm -hmm. it, would you say that this is your role at Perry to take these visions and make them a reality, make them work? Or do you also have some of your own ideas that you'd like to... So not yet. Mm -hmm. um, knowing myself in, I don't know, 18 months, when I will understand how the system is working, I will start to have a lot of ideas. Good. Because it has happened in the past in all the job I had. Yeah. Uh, but because the system is complicated, it will take some time before I am like, confident enough or I understand enough of the details to make propositions. Sure. I am usually good at mixing the business side, the developer side, and the product side. Hmm. So possibly I will have a lot, of, a lot of ideas later, but that's too early. Okay. So you are correct. For now, the job is more like to take the input from Bastiga than the others. Mm -hmm. 
and structure and organize a team such that we can deliver that. Hmm. So that's also new to Parity, where the development model has been like very chaotic in the past. Yeah. Uh, so I am trying to bring some of the good things from larger companies and like to improve predictability. Fantastic. You've uh, spoken with Gav, you've met with Gav? Yes. Okay. How do you think you and your personality, your mode of working fits in with his? So I have not met Gav like 20 times, a few times. Sure. Uh, so my, my view is very good at thinking about what technologies a network need, but that's a long-term vision. Mm-hmm. I am super pragmatic and I like small steps. Ah, so I want to build things like step after step so we go into the right direction. I'm usually good at that. Hmm. Uh, so the idea is to have like reasonable objective, like for example, I don't know, deliver the bridges on time in Q1, deliver agile content in Q1 and not at the end of next year. Uh, <laughs> and how can we get organized that we do that? Right. So I don't want to control everything, but I would like the key topics, the key things we want to do next year to be clear. Mm-hmm. And I would like so to be delivered more or less on time. Great. There is a lot of unknowns, so let's see how it goes. But like when we are in full chaos mode because people are leaving, people are training, team are reorganized, I know the value of doing small steps and telling people, hey, here is what we need to do. Hmm. And then people like are autonomous, so they will do it by themselves. I just like try to focus like all the organization on a few goals and get that delivered. What exactly do you define as the scope of your authority here? Because you have the engineers who are employed by Parity, mm-hmm. but then we also have the fellowship, which is made up of some Parity engineers mm-hmm. and some outside engineers. Uh, then we also have people, you know, building the parachains and sometimes the parachains need core technology to change. How do you align all these groups together? So there are multiple ways of doing it. And I think it depends on the problem we want to fix. Hmm. If you think as a parachain, as a product, maybe what's Developers want could be unified into a set of features that are useful to a lot of people, and then we could build it. If it's features just for one one power chain, then likely no. The degree of autonomy of the fellowship is not yet clear to me at the moment. Like I think it's very parity centered, mm-hmm. but maybe not. And it would be good in the future if there is less like people from parity. Mm-hmm. I don't think right now that's a problem. I think right now, like there is enough like features inside like uh, Polkadot. What is missing is it's like easy to access, like good documentation, like good testing systems, like to make the life of people easier. What are the features we need later is a bit less clear. Hmm. And like if the governance come up with features they want and we can implement them, that's not a problem. Um, I have not yet seen like this, like high level agreement like if it's easy features, I think everybody agree with them and that's an easy case. If that looks like a stupid feature, everybody disagree and that's easy. Yeah. And like that's the in between, which is not that clear. Right. One of the things I believe we will, we, we will be working on at the end of next year is how to move from Polkadot 1 to Polkadot 2. Like I would like that to be as transparent as possible for like the various developers. Okay. Like for example, for Inc, we plan to make it compatible with uh, CorePlay. Mm-hmm. So for the users, they will have nothing to do. That will be transparent to them. Hmm. Uh, for Parachain, I don't think it is possible to make it fully transparent. Okay. But like we will have a migration plan or whatever. Uh, what do you mean by transparent in this context? But it would be great if the current Parachain could use CorePlay out of the box. But that looks unlikely. 
Well, I, I guess it's a different economic model for one, right? Yes. Plus, the technology stack is fairly different. Tricky, okay. Tricky, but at the same time, if there is no easy path to migrate and people don't see the value of CarPlay, then they should be able to stay where they are and the system will be supported for years. Including the auction and lease system? No. No. So I think the auction will go. Yeah, right. But before they can go, we need to be sure that Agile Core Time and Bulk Core Time are working well. And when they are, and if there is no demand for the old system, then the old system will go away. But that could be a good example where OpenGov could decide if yes or not, we should keep this, this kind of like old system. Well, that would be a very interesting referendum. That'll be some interesting discourse. That's why the governance is useful. It's because it takes a decision like in the end of people that are in charge of it. Like they're in charge and they're, user, they're both accountable and like responsible for the system. Yeah. So if they take the decision, they take the decision. I mean, if you want to maintain multiple generation of the API, that will cost a lot more. And mm -hmm. that means less feature velocity for the new features. Uh -huh. So there is a trade-off between like maintaining the system and like building new things um, for the same amount of people at least. So we need to make it attractive for people to move with us. Yes. And I think, it's, I think they will. I think so too. Yeah. I think people want to move. Yeah. One thing um, that I suppose is... Not concerning, but, well, it is a little bit concerning to me is in the old parity model, we had some customers, one that comes to mind is, is Mythical. Mm -hmm. They were particularly working with parity to engineer um, this um, kind of super chain idea, mm -hmm. something that they particularly needed for their use case. Uh, are these customers uh, receiving focus still under this new structure? So or? for all of them, I don't know, but Mythical does. Mythical does. Good. Okay. They have a good use case. Great. Yeah. So this one we are supporting. It's a bit harder to see if the previous team called BD. Yeah. So BD is moving into the ecosystem to become his own entity. And I think they are likely to be successful. First, because they have a good leader. And two, because they have a business model from the get-go. Hmm. Who's leading the BD team? On uh, Gutam. Okay. Uh, and they have a business model, like they are a company integrating, helping people to integrate on Polkadot and they sell that for a service. So that's a reasonable like business line. Yeah. And I think that will work. Very good. So you mentioned governance a few times. Uh, are you, do you have time to pay attention to the governance that's happening right now? Okay. No, that, that what what have you heard? What have you heard about? I have heard that some things are working well and some are not. Hmm. Uh, that's true for the treasury too. Yeah. So I have heard two things. The first one is not that many people pay attention. So in practice, the amount of people who are voting is a small fraction of the total amount of dots. Mm -hmm. So that means the representation of dot holder is not great. Mm -hmm. uh, the second thing is, I don't know who is voting, but like there will be tough decisions to take, uh, which are more like strategic and not tactical. And I'm not sure the treasury is the right place for that, for example. Like some people will come and ask for a lot of money on bets, like IDs, which are not obvious. And if we tell them no, they will never happen. So the question is, how do we fund the innovation, like things which are very risky? Right. And we will need to see how risk adverse the treasury is. Hmm. Um, and maybe we need two systems, one for like financing like medium-sized activity and another one to finance long-term activities. Yeah. Parity, I think, can finance some of the long-term one. I think the core play is a good example. 
it's a new idea, it's different, it's a lot of investments, and it doesn't have a quick return of investment. Right. So that's something parity could finance. Mm -hmm. So let's see how the governance is working in practice. I would love people to be more involved. Yeah, of course, <laughs> me too. But that's difficult because the, the questions are technical. So you need to know the ecosystem. That means, I don't know, if you're a bank holding a lot amount of dots, you don't know, mm -hmm. so you don't vote. Yeah, part of it is, is this uh, idea of delegation as well. I mean, not everybody has time or the expertise, but we do have this option where you can give your voting power to other people. Yes, but in this case, you need to be careful that we don't have, or we need to have a fair amount of like voters. Even if the voters represent other people, like if the set of people which are technically knowledgeable is very small, yeah. it's not really open goal. Do you think, um, you know, if you speak about a bank, do you see a polka dot in the future that has a lot more big players using up block space? Like, um, I remember when I first joined the ecosystem, we were talking about um, banks and nations and uh, energy companies, but now... We're speaking about individual developers appealing to them. So how broad do you see this customer base? It's just my point of view, but my point of view is we should we should also cater to these super large companies yeah. because they bring credibility. Right. And if we don't have the credibility, it will be hard to move into, for example, the DeFi space. Hmm. There are two things which I believe are missing. One is like these large companies, they need certified environment to work with. Of course. I don't, if you want to do, uh, because they are regulated, yeah. so it's not an open question for them. If you want to do payment, you need to be PCI DSS compliant or whatever kind of regulations they have. Right. And we are not yet there. Hmm. And they're also like difficult to work with uh, because you need to invest for years before you build prototypes and you try to build an application that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Should we focus on them or not? A bit, like 50%, I don't know yet. Ah, that's an open question. I see. I think a fair amount of people, especially like the OGs, uh, they would like the system to be more used. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they realize that building new features is not the way to do it. Right. Or at least we need a compromise between building new features, which are super useful, like a agile time. Yeah. But at the same time, we need to make the system easy to use. If not, the developers are not coming. So I think there is a good agreement on that. And that's new and positive. We don't need that many new features. No. We already the most advanced kind of like a blockchain, but we need a lot more customers and the customers, they want things which are easy to use. That's mm. true everywhere. Have you been picking up uh, ideas about other blockchain architectures and ecosystems? Yes, I start to, um, but like the level of understanding I have is limited, so I'm not completely sure I get it. Right, okay. Why well, is the difference between rollups and like blockchain? Uh, it's so exciting to just be getting into blockchain, right? Doesn't it just feel so vast and bottomless? I like it. I like the fact it's not something I have done before yeah. because I get bored like pretty easily. Okay. So if I do the same thing over and over, it gets boring uh, and I don't want that. So I have a steep learning curve in front of me and I like it. Very nice. When you speak to your friends from your old business and you're trying to explain to them the potential of the technology you're working on now, what do you tell them? They think I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> um, I think blockchain has an extremely bad reputation. Yeah, right. Which is partly well deserved. Mm. I think a lot of people see the potential, but they don't understand how to go from where we are to where we should be. 
And because the promise has been like for what, 15 years, a lot of people start to think it will never work. Yeah. I'm less pessimistic. I think it can work. Absolutely can. Okay, well, Pierre, uh, it's been very nice having you in here. Nice to meet you, get to know you. It's really great to have somebody come from the outside, land in the chaos, and start to create some order out of it. Okay, we will see in one year if I am successful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Bridges, Agile, Core Time, these are your main focuses over the next three or four months. Let's catch up in 12 months and see where okay. you are. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you.